This is Soul to Soul, the show with Nessie. Sup Soul fam, is Nessie here, back with another episode of Soul to Soul, the show, where I talk about my life living here in South Korea from the perspective of a black British woman. Hey everyone, how's it going? If I sound funny, it is because my mouth is funny. Uh, funny story, uh, last week episode, last week's episode, I told you about how I have to go to the dentist because my wisdom teeth are coming through and I wanted to get them surgically removed. Turns out it was not a wisdom tooth, but the fact that I have three cavities, two of them quite small on the left side of my face, which is where I was feeling major pain, and one huge one on the right side of my face. Like, when I look at the x-ray, like half my tooth was pretty much a hole. And that's why it was just awful to eat. Like, I couldn't eat on both sides of my face purely because of the fact that I had, like, carotids on both sides. So that's fun. (laughs) That's what I've been suffering with for the past uh, couple of weeks. So uh, turns out I didn't need to get the wisdom teeth removed, but I did have to have a root canal. So I'm currently in the process of having a root canal done. It started on Friday because, like, you know, I just get this done and dusted and I'm heading to the UK as of next week, like next week's episode, a few hours after it comes out, I will be traveling. Oh, my lip is a little bit still numb actually. Um, next week's episode, after the episode airs, I will be on my way to the airport to take my flight back to the UK. So uh, Friday I had my appointment. Uh, Tuesday I had my appointment, my following uh the final step in the the treatment and the most expensive step is going to be on friday and that's going to be a lot of fun not and then my final appointment to check the other two teeth to make sure they i don't need a root canal for them and i can just get fillings done will be on again that same wednesday (laughs) and then i have to trek up to the airport like after i come home i'll just probably have like a quick shower because everything will be packed have a shower change into my airport clothes my travel clothes something nice and comfortable and just jettison up to Incheon airport great <laughs> now i'm talking for a while i i can feel my lips starting to feel a bit i'm, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent back in terms of my nerves i have to keep an eye on that Maybe it's because I just kept my mouth open for too long. <laughs> and I had to do it again on Friday, good Lord. But at least that will mean I'll be able to have food properly for the first time in like two months because I've been suffering for this and I just dragged it on for far too long thinking that, oh, it's just, you know, if it is a, 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 a wisdom tooth issue, I could just grin and bear it like I did with my very first wisdom tooth that I had when I was 16 years old but then after a while it, it was just reoccurring and it wasn't getting better so I thought okay let me get this sorted out and then it turns out it was another problem and not the problem that I first thought of so joy of joys but it's getting sorted and I really am looking forward to my trip back to London 
as I've mentioned before, the festive period is the period that I enjoy the most in the UK. Like in the UK, it starts to feel Christmassy around like, like Halloween is not a big thing for us in the UK. It starts to feel Christmassy in October time, I would say. Like people will try to say, oh no, we love Halloween. Christmas is too early, blah, 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 blah. blah. They're a bunch of Scrooges, ignore them. I already called a whole bunch of them out on my social media because they're trying to be like, you know, like the scene kids of like the early 2000s who try to be like, they, they, they base their entire personality around like the nightmare before Christmas and fallout boy and try to act like we are not like other kids. We like this one and this one and this one. It's like, we hate Valentine's day. We hate Christmas. I love Halloween. I love wearing black and white striped tights. I love having like, half my hair covering my face. I like this kind of music. You like pop music. How dare you like pop music? Pop music is for people who sell out and stuff like that. No, 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 no. And you, you, you're still carrying on with that kind of mindset into your thirties. <laughs> nice try. I'm going to be cozy. I listen to late night love songs at 10 PM on heart radio. When I was doing my homework in my GCSEs back when I was 15 years old and I was proud of that ish. I'm still going to be enjoying Christmas and I enjoy it even more. So now because I know what I'm missing out of, being here in Korea is not exactly the same. Like you don't get that full festivity, like feel that you would in a European nation. So I'm looking forward to, I hope like Heathrow Airport is like filled to the brim with decorations. If not, I'm not going to be happy about it, but I hope it is at least some, some, some tinsel. Come on now, you know, a little bit of tinsel for me, but yeah, so I'm traveling and this year looking back at it i've flown a lot actually because i did fly to the uk the beginning of this year i spent three weeks in the uk in january because it was the first time like not well i guess counting my mom's birthday but even then i was only in the uk for like five days which is not that much and it's still expensive because the whole flight uh traveling flight system etc had not gone back to normal so flights were like super super expensive for the five days in the uk but that was the year before but like this year i did um three weeks in london then i flew to hong kong for five days and then i f flew again to hong, hong kong for n nine days and now i'm flying again so i've flown a lot and I like to say that I'm someone who is very careful about who I fly with. Not not just because of flight safety and everything like that, but mostly because of comfort. The majority of flights that I do tend to be long haul because I'm flying from Korea to home, like back in the UK and then back again. And these flights, like if I was doing it direct, you're looking at maybe like 15 hours or so depending on the route and depending on the airline but I can't be doing like the one time that I did a non-stop flight from the UK to Asia was when I flew Virgin Atlantic and I flew like from I think it was Heathrow Heathrow to to Tokyo uh Narita and back again I don't know is it Narita or is it Narita uh please uh, message me and let me know what's the correct pronunciation of that airport 
But um, that was a, I think that was like a, a 16 hour flight. And we managed to, like, after me fighting <laughs> with the check-in service and I was like, I want to check in properly. Like, there's three of us flying on the same flight. And that was okay. It was, it was, a, it was an okay flight. But, I mean, we, we had, like, the the front space to ourselves. But with those front space um, seats, like, if there's no seats in front of you, you have no TVs in front of you. So the TV is stored in, like, a compartment that you've got to pull the TV out and put it out in front of you. The same with the trays, which means that a lot of your space is taken up by said TV monitor and tray. So if you want those seats and you want the extra leg room, you have to sacrifice um, some of your bum space, your hip space for that seat. And this is why I don't actually, like a lot of people like those seats because it gives you extra leg room. I don't particularly like them because it doesn't give my thighs a lot of room. And if I'm flying for, even flying for like eight hours or nine hours on a chair like that, that's not comfortable. I'm anxious and fidgety if I sit on a flight seat for like if I sit in a concert for like two hours in a very uncomfortable seat because like I'm, I have to be sitting in the edge or like trying to squeeze my thighs into a chair like I, I, I'm not going to be enjoying the journey or I'm not going to be enjoying whatever I'm seeing like Kang Daniel's concert the encore I was floor seating and those chairs were hella uncomfortable because they were small. There's so many venues in Korea that have very small seats, not made for my wide bottom. <laughs> it's not fun at all. And flying on, um, I did Tway, uh, T-Way or Tway. I want to say Tway because it's T and an apostrophe and Way. But I think it's just T-Way. Uh, I flew T-Way airlines for the second time that i flew to hong kong on the way there it was okay two hours i weren't too fast there's no entertainment i was just there reading a book and i had food i was the only person on the plane that that had food because i was flying quite early and you have to pay extra but i wanted to like splash out and the food was really nice on the way back my goodness i don't know why that chair felt so uncomfortable but it felt really cramped and I must have like killed a couple of nerves on my in my legs for that flight for a two hour flight. Like, this is why I don't like sitting in windows as well. It had a great view. It was nice to see the takeoff and everything, and the flight was really smooth. But the seats were so small, and I don't have the leg room to be able to spread out and like stretch my leg out in front of me properly. It was not that great. Like these, but these budget airlines don't have enough uh, of a seat pitch to be able to make myself comfortable. So this, these are part of the reasons why I choose specific airlines. My number one airline to fly with is Qatar Airlines, Qatar Airways or Airlines, whatever it is, Qatar, basically. I love Qatar. It has a lot of leg space and it's a very frequent flight to go to the UK. Like, even though it has a stopover and it stops over in Doha, I love stopping over in Doha. I know that airport very, very well now. Like, I know, like, the key, there's like three zones, A, B, C. I know all the zones very well. And it's such a major hub um, that even when it's like you land at three o'clock in the morning or whatever it may be, everything is still open because you've got people coming in from like South Africa or people coming in from Australia, or people coming in from like LA or New York and landing there to go on their next 
journey leg. Like when I flew, the last time I flew back home, again, it was on Qatar. And I was next to this Korean couple who were a newlywed couple and they were like taking photos and they were really cute. So like I, I, I spoke to them, it's like, oh, is this your honeymoon? You just get married. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, where are you going? And they're like, oh, we're having our honeymoon in Paris. It was like, oh, how lovely. In my mind, I'm thinking, oh, you poor saps. <laughs> Paris is not that great for a romantic like destination. And they were like, oh, where are you going? I was like, I'm going home. I'm going to London. So then like we will land in Doha and then we will take our separate flights to go elsewhere. But I, I, the airport is great. It has um, lots of restaurants and stuff open. It has like a, it has a Harrods restaurant which is really, really strange. But oh, it has really fast internet as well, really fast Wi-Fi. Perfect. I love it. Um, and also the the entertainment is still my favorite entertainment system. Uh, it's really great. It's got a lot of videos. It's really up to date. Like if a movie came out maybe about a month ago or two months ago, it will be on the system. The only thing is because it's an Islamic country, if you are watching a movie that's got a lot of violence or a lot of bad language in it or any sex scenes or anything like that, it probably will be edited on the 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 system on the flight. So like it, it, there's no point watching Deadpool because you, you get all the banter, but you lose a lot of the humor, the violent humor because a lot of that is edited out. Um, same if there's any political messages or stuff, um, a lot of that gets edited out. And that's not just Qatar, um, that's all like the big um, Middle Eastern airlines. So like Emirates, uh, Etihad, they would do the exact same thing as well. So it is what it is with that. Um, what I do like about Qatar Airlines also is the food, the food, is still like i guess the way kind of like challenged my food expectations because but then i would expect so because i paid money for it i want good food but qatar obviously the food is inclusive especially if you're flying like long haul and the food is always tip top i would say for someone like myself i i, I try to avoid rice meals because i always end up choking on rice meals in the air and i'm not entirely sure why uh, in my family, we do have like quite poor digestion, like uh, a lot of starchy food gets stuck down like our esophagus if we try to eat. My brother has this issue really, really bad and he's been ho hospitalized for it over the years, his, his entire lifetime. That's one of the reasons why he stands when he eats. Um, but I have that issue too, which is why when I eat stuff, especially if it's very starchy, um, I have to have a drink with me. So like if I'm eating at a fast food restaurant and there's chips, you would tend to see me like eat some chips and then I'll have a drink straight afterwards. Not because I like the flavor, although the flavor is not too bad. I just want to help it go down even better with some more saliva. Maybe I don't have enough saliva. Maybe that's the issue. I don't know. And they also have metal knives and forks. Now this seems a bit like what well, doesn't all, but this is economy. Like, I flew British Airways one time. Like, I the past few years, I'll say maybe f the past 10 years or so, I have flown British Airways about three times. Probably three times, yeah. One of them not out of choice because it was like a, a, a partnership flight with 
with Qatar. So it was like a code share. And, I, and I'll get back to that also afterwards because that that's an annoying story. I, I really don't like British Airways that much. Um, but British Airways serves you wooden cutlery. And I remember chuckling to myself because there was one of the meals that I had was like a soup. And I'm thinking, how are you going to expect me to enjoy a food where that food is being absorbed by the cutlery that I'm using? <laughs> I get it, they're trying to be more sustainable and everything, but it just doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. So there's me struggling with that. But, and then I, I remember, I think, I think it was the time I flew to New York. Yeah, it was the time I flew to New York and I was shifted around several times in the economy and then they're like, oh, sorry, ma'am, um, you've been shifted around all this time. Uh, one one time I was shifted because a couple wanted to sit next to each other and another time I got shifted because um, uh, a, ch- uh, a parent wanted to sit next to their child in the seats because I was bumped up to like have one of those like front row seats so they were like oh we'll bump you up to economy plus i was like oh great i don't have to pay any extra money for it because it was like an extra 200 pound if i wanted to fly economy plus which is dumb because economy plus for most of these flights is literally just like a wider seat a slightly wider seat not a very wide seat a slightly wider seat maybe a centimeter or two bigger tv and then the piece de resistance metal cutlery and then it's like yeah we're, we're serving you on this this do do dad blah 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 and i'm thinking to myself qatar gives you this an economy <laughs> but then also qatar doesn't have economy plus qatar literally has eco- uh, economy and then business and first class uh i know emirates started a uh an economy plus it's like it's meant to be like business if you want business but you can't afford business so it's just like a slightly better looking business class uh, a slightly looking uh, economy class, slightly better looking economy class. That's what I wanted to say. Um, so we shall see. But yes, uh, Qatar definitely is one of my favorite, if not my most favorite airline. But And I've flown quite a few to Korea. I've flown um, Lufthansa. Lufthansa was okay. I I don't have any qualms about it. There's nothing fantastic, there's, but there's nothing bad as well. I think what I liked about Lufthansa, and I don't know if they've changed this, but on the flight that I was on, their toilet configuration was not on the same uh, level as the the seating. Basically, you had to go downstairs. Like they had six toilets in a special zone that you had to go downstairs to use the toilets in. And I thought that was a great idea. And I was like a couple of parents with their children trying to soothe their children downstairs. And is the smell is out the way and the kids are out the way. So it was like a, re- it was a really, uh, a really, a really calm flight to be in. I really enjoyed it. Um, sorry, I was clicking there because for some reason my Wi-Fi has decided to go do do lally. So I hope it's <laughs> I hope it's recording and not making it an issue. Anyway, um, what else have I flown on? I'm trying to think. Uh, Emirates, I did one time. I did Emirates one time because the company that I was working at, my last company in the UK, was a marketing company, and we did advertising uh, for. Uh, travel companies and one of the travel companies that was one of my clients was this uh 
like the the flight deals kind of places not that not that big but i always got them like key spots like try to get them deals and stuff in packages so they can get uh their their flights and stuff on in in major newspapers like the daily the daily mail or the mirror or whatever right the client wanted to get as many faces in front of their in front of their prices and stuff it's almost slightly obsolete and the the majority of the people are still going to be using like online prices and stuff but for the slightly older audience like people like my mum who still calls up travel agencies to try and get like flights and stuff booked because that's the way that she knows is the only way that she knows that's the way that they did it and because i had uh, such a good rapport with this guy um he was like i can get you uh when you're going to korea let me know i'll book you your flight and we'll do it really cheap so i got like again an economy flight to seoul and i was in seoul for like two weeks i think it was like, the fourth time i flew to korea i was in seoul for two weeks for about 230 pounds <laughs> saved me a lot of money because i think the flight would have been like about 600 700 flying via emirates and at that point emirates was like the number one airline still like top ranking i think it's like number three or number four but it was again i think maybe because emirates is so hyped up that it was all the expectations that it's going to be fantastic it's going to be great but i think because i flew qatar previously i was like okay it's just like qatar but not purple it's white and gold it's all right i think i think maybe the entertainment system is slightly better i think like ice is legendary and if i was flying on business or or first class i think the business slash first class offering is better than qatar's overall but yeah i wasn't too impressed with that i also flew malaysia airlines um as well to seoul and that was with the flight, the flight that I took to go to Seoul to move over for the first time, and that was a interesting flight because, um, that was maybe about two months or three months after the whole the 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 second flight of Malaysia Airlines like disappeared in the in the ocean, and so people were very worried about them so like a lot of their prices were a lot cheaper which is why i was able to fly with them um it was a six hour stopover in uh kuala lumpur though which was not that fun but then at least the flight to seoul was only six hours but all the power in the cabin was gone for about four of those hours and the flight was delayed because they kept trying to try to switch it on and it wasn't going on and i'm like crap do we have enough I, I don't want this situation to happen i do not want to get lost in the ocean it was really bad but i'm sh pretty sure everyone on that flight was thinking the exact same thing but obviously i'm still here i mean that, that happened like over seven years ago now so yeah I, and I wasn't able to like enjoy any of the entertainment because none of the entertainment was available and we couldn't really eat anything because there was no lights so you couldn't really see to eat like you could there, there was there was literally no lights I mean, we were flying in pure darkness literally pure darkness so yeah yeah <laughs> that's that um other flights that i've taken i took uh i'm trying to think now what was it that i took to 
Hong Kong the first time. Oh my gosh. What is Hong Kong's national airline? My brain has frozen. Ah, Cafe Pacific. Um, I took Cafe Pacific. That was quite a nice flight, actually. Again, it's only two hours because flying to Hong Kong is about two and a half hours. It's scheduled three hours, but I'll say about 30 minutes of that that flight was actually the taxi in Hong Kong airport because it's such a wide, long airport to taxi into. Um, but that was quite good. Very good entertainment. All right, food. But for two hours, you couldn't go wrong. The reason why I didn't fly them again is because their prices were just so too expensive um, for the summer situation. Like, I flew in May and it was manageable. But flying so soon after in July and then experiencing summer prices, it just wasn't that great. I've done all the cheap ones as well, you know, like Ryanair's. Um, always late. I don't think I ever took a Ryanair flight on time, but you're paying for Ryanair flight times anyway fin air uh finland's uh national airline really great i did that when i did a couple of uh k-pop tours and i was working with the the tours on that end um i know they fly to seoul as well they were the only ones who offered wi-fi short haul for free which was great so i was able to like keep in contact with the people who I was working with, I was like, yeah, my flight's here. I'm like ETA, this destination, what's going on? There's anything I need to sort out. So I was able to do work on that journey, which is great. Um, who else have I flown? Air France, I've done once back in 2012. That was the most dustiest plane I've ever seen. So dusty. Like we dropped our bags on a chair just to, you know, open the overhead locker and dust rose from the seats. But luckily that flight, again, was only about an hour and a half. Like London to Paris is not that far at all. Um, some fl- flights are obsolete now. Like they, they just don't operate anymore. Like uh, the Virgin Atlantic, I think, yeah, you can still fly Virgin Atlantic to the Caribbean. Like when I flew to Grenada, I think that was Virgin Atlantic. But they don't do as much as they used to. A lot of the, like, the Caribbean peeps used to take that flight, but not that much anyway so overall i'm i don't go with many different airlines like i've I've tried and tested over the years but i have my set on what i like to do so my advice for those of you who are traveling especially if you're a nervous traveler i will suggest first of all checking the uh, sky tracks website for their star rating me personally i don't fly especially if it's long haul I don't fly long-haul airlines that are not five-star. I do not. Because I want the best. And I want that comfort if I'm traveling for, like, multiple hours. If I'm flying for 10-plus hours, I don't want to be on some shoddy airline that has very poor quality or very poor, like, customers-facing skills or anything like that or, like, low comfort in their seats or anything like that. If I'm flying like a couple of hours like flying to way i'm sure that's not like a five-star airline it's probably not even a three-star airline um it's probably three-star actually three-star or or, i don't think it's four-star but probably three-star but it's only a couple of hours so i'm not too pressed about that but if i'm flying like 
and also flying from Korea to any place in Europe is just really awkward in general because a lot of Koreans do not fly to you. They will fly to Australia and they will fly to America. That's why you got a lot of flights routes from Seoul to those places. But you don't have that many in terms of frequency going to Europe. And if they do, it's a lot more expensive than flying to New York or flying to LA or flying to Sydney or flying to even Auckland. So just think about that. Just think of, of the quality that you have. Stick with five star. Also go on like any seat finder website to check um, like the actual seat layout of the airline. If you're someone who's quite picky, like you want a key like window seat or you want to be above the wing or not above the wing or you want to exit row like this way you can check and then you can see seat reviews as well those that have good reviews those that have bad reviews maybe because they're close to the toilets or whatever check those things and also just be in the airport on time because then if something happens or like if there's the possibility of an upgrade at least you are early enough to be like oh i'm here i'm available talk to me blah 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 and if you're a solo traveler it's just a lot more easy to move you around than it would be if you're traveling with a family but those of you who are traveling over the Christmas period, please enjoy yourself. It's going to be an amazing time. Enjoy it. As I will, I have one more episode to record after this before Christmas, and I'm going to be have, having a one-week break. But guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I'm going to go rest my mouth. If you want to continue this conversation, I am at Soul Nessie on Instagram and on Twitter, and I am Soul to Soul on Facebook and on YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye, Soul Fam. Slaters. And if you liked that episode of Soul to Soul, why not subscribe and follow this podcast on whatever streaming service you were using to listen? I'll see you in the next episode. Slaters. Slaters.